Hello everyone, this is Daniel again, and welcome to episode 4, I believe this is episode 4, I'll have to double check on that, of Creases and Corners podcast. Today, we're going to be talking to you about everything you need to know about Comic-Con and how to survive the process of going through it. Everything that you need to know, and anything that you may not have known, or, or already did know and just may have not have thought about it at first for a while because you've just been to so many of them and you just kind of push it aside and think oh it's second nature to me but you know a little refreshing never hurt anybody anyway I am here to give you all those little tips and tricks of everything that you the consumer needs to know when it comes to doing this event and all about this hobby that you are not quite aware about but you should be informed about nonetheless and just enjoy the process so you can have more fun with it Let's get started. One, plan out the event. Well, how do you get started? You all, you find an event, and they should be fairly easy to find because they are all throughout Canada and the US. They are pretty much all year round, so finding one of these events is pretty simple to do. Now, depending on your geographical location, will determine where you will go. Of course, if you want to go to a much larger venue, that's up to you. But, as I said, it depends on how much you're wanting to do in terms of travel or money. So it's up to you how much you're wanting to spend and how far you're willing to travel. Of course, if you're willing to sacrifice a lot more in terms of time and travel, then you can definitely go to a much nicer venue. Now, buying a ticket for this event is quite simple. You can buy them online before the event starts. I strongly suggest, if you're going to the event anyway, to buy your ticket online because it will be a much easier process when you get to the event that you're going to, to just go in, hand them the printout from the website, and there you go, you're in for the event. It makes it life a lot easier, and you don't have to wait in line as long, because let's face it, who wants to wait in line? I sure don't. Okay, so, now you're at your destination. How many days do you want to spend there? Do you want to spend a day or two extra? That's up to you. It depends on also where you're going. I mean, if you live close by, you don't have to worry about that too much because, again, it's right there in your backyard. So, going to that event won't be such a hassle for you. But if you're going to, say, Fan Expo in Toronto and you live out in Woodsley, or Windsor area, for that matter then you have to plan ahead. If you happen to know someone who lives in the Toronto area and they don't mind putting up for a couple of days, perfect. You saved yourself a bunch of money for a hotel. Hotels are expensive, and let's face it, not everybody is willing to put up the money for a hotel. So if you happen to know somebody who's going to be in that area and home during that time, you're in luck. Good for you. Just don't forget, you are their guest. And it wouldn't hurt if you, you know, maybe bought them some breakfast or dinner or something because they're saving you a lot of money. And I don't see that being a problem. Now, you're at the event. What do you do? You walk in. You're a bit overwhelmed. Well, they hand you a floor plan. It's best if you look it up ahead of time. Find out where the event is going to be and look up a floor plan. 
if you can get this information ahead of time as so far as to who the vendors are and who's going to be in the building at the time of this weekend, because it will take place on the weekend, then you will not have any issues. And it should be a much easier time navigating through the maze that is the Comic-Con. Because there will always be something new for you to see. But in the event you don't know what's going on, they'll hand you a pamphlet, or a booklet for that matter, depending on the event. Some are booklets, some are pamphlets, but as I said, it varies. And when you get into the event, they'll show you everything you need to know. Floor plan, where the vendors are, as far as comic books, video games, Funko Pops, celebrities, whatever you need to know. Sometimes they don't even sell comic books at their venues. I'm sorry, at their booths, not the venue. They sell them at the venue, but they sell them at their booth. Some people sell arts and crafts, or perhaps some people also sell other items such as swords or ninja stars, Halloween masks. It depends. You never know what you're going to run into at any of these events, but that's what's always so much fun about it. You can always find something interesting. Now, you're at the event and you run into a vendor that sells a book that you're looking for. What do you do? You don't want to spend all that money on it and it says $75. Well, that's where haggling comes into your favor. If you know the book hasn't been selling a lot lately and you've been looking up all the prices and paying attention to every last little bit of the detail of every online transaction within the last couple of months, that'll work out in your favor. As you may or may not know, prices at Comic-Con events tend to be a little overinflated. So if you want to lower the boom on yourself, offer them a lower price. If you say, okay, $75, if you do it for $65, i will take it, and they say yes, you're good. Mind you, if the vendor says no, and they, they start hitting you a sob story, walk away, find someone else, there's always going to be someone who will be willing to work with you. That being said, don't be rude to the vendor because they talk to each other. So just keep this in mind when you're at the event. Don't make them upset, but don't let them get you all riled up either. It's all about civility. Don't get them upset, but don't, you know, let them push you around either. So just walk away if you feel that they're taking advantage of the situation and you don't want to stick around. So just do that. Now, another thing you need to know is if you at the vendor's station and you're buying multiple items from them, chances are they'll probably lower the price for you anyway because they're seeing, okay, you're buying multiple, multiple items. So they'll be willing to work with you because they understand you work hard for your money and you don't want to spend all of it if you don't have to. So, of course, they're going to be sailing to say, okay, you know what, I, I can understand where you're coming from, so we'll lower the price for you a little bit. Don't be afraid to haggle anyway, but if they're willing to work with you even before that, you know you got yourself a good vendor. Because if they want to make a sale, they'll be willing to negotiate the price with you. The next thing you need to know 
is where you're going to go next after you buy a comic book. Well, you can either go to any of the video game vendors, or you can go to the celebrity events, or you can go to the, whatever the local culture is around that event as well. They'll also have food vendors set up as well. But if you do a food vendor, I suggest you decide to do that in between. Because then you just go to the washroom, clean up your hands, get rid of all of the oils off of it, because you don't want to be destroying the books while you're looking around. Vendors are not going to appreciate that. That brings up my next point. Do not touch the items on the display rack. If you need assistance, the vendor will be happy to make any concessions. That, I'm sorry. If you need any assistance, the vendor will be happy to assist you. They'll be happy to take the item off of the shelf and hand it to you. They do not want you poking around their items. They even put up signs that say this. So if you need assistance, ask. Don't just assume you can touch it. You don't want to do that because that's not going to end well for you or the vendor. As the saying in life goes, you break it, you buy it. If you damage a book while you're looking at it, you're going to have to pay the difference for whatever that item is. If it was a $1,500 comic book, you damage it and it loses a full point and a half or something along those lines, you're going to have to pay for the difference and then that comic book is going to come out of your pocket. That's not going to end well for you or for the vendor. Plus, if you didn't have that in your budget, you can just imagine how devastated you're going to feel afterwards. So be careful when you're looking at items at any of these events. You need to know this because obviously if somebody is going to pick up an item at an event, then if you're thinking to yourself, if I don't want somebody doing that to me, then think about how they wouldn't want to be doing that to them. Case in point, always ask for assistance. And that brings up my next point. Don't wear anything extremely bulky to these events. If you wear something bulky in terms of a backpack, chances of you knocking something around are probably a lot higher than if you just travel light. Because remember, whatever you bring with you, you're going to have to cart that around and find a way to bring it home. So you have to be mindful of everything that you do in terms of what you bring and as well what you have in terms of space that between you and the next person. Now, that being said, practice good hygiene. I cannot stress this enough. If you don't practice good hygiene, people are going to notice it. They may not say anything to you, but oh, will they ever be thinking, "Okay, who is this? You smell like you haven't you smell like you haven't showered in a month. What is going on with this guy or girl, whatever the case may be?" Practice good hygiene, wear deodorant, wear clean clothes, make sure you brush your teeth, do whatever it is that you need to do in order to keep the semblance of good appearance when it comes to your overall demeanor. Now, that being said, if you practice, if you practice playing cosplay, the first rule of thumb is wear deodorant. I cannot stress that enough. That is actually the very first thing that you will see at the top of the list when you check on rules of cosplay.
another thing about cosplay is make sure you plan ahead. Don't spend 10 minutes the night before in your kitchen putting this entire outfit together. Because, let's face it, people are going to clock you on it. They won't say anything to your face because obviously they'll be polite enough not to say anything to you. But trust me, they'll be judging you. They will judge you six ways to Sunday. Now, another thing you should know is if you do plan on going to the cosplay, you're going to have to shell a little bit of money because obviously these things are not cheap. And if you want to do the costume right, it's going to cost even more. Now, depending on what your budget is for your outfit, that will determine on how much you're willing to shell out for it. If you're willing to shell out a lot of money, you're going to look probably the best you've ever had in terms of what the outfit is. But that brings up another point. Choose something that's flattering to your overall demeanor. Don't choose a character that you don't even look anything remotely close to. Pick a character who you know you can pull off. If you don't even look like anything close to what the character is, don't try to think you can pull off a character that you don't even resemble. If you're trying to pull off a Harley Quinn and you don't resemble her, pick a different character. If you're trying to resemble Negan from The Walking Dead and you look exactly like him, go for it. Obviously, you're in the right spot. I mean, I pulled off Harry Potter really well the year that I did it, but I spent over two months ahead of time putting my entire outfit together. So, plan ahead. Because that is a key element to pulling off a good cosplay. I saw a girl at Niagara Falls Comic Con and she spent over a thousand dollars putting together a Princess Peach outfit. She nailed it. She was dressed to the nines and it showed. So you really need to plan ahead. Don't just 10 minutes before the night of the event say, okay, I'm going to throw this together and then just throw something together in your kitchen. You will get clocked for it. And you'll probably end up on a website and people are going to making fun of you. I'm completely serious. This happens all the time. So you don't want to think twice about throwing that outfit together that looks as though you didn't spend any time on it. And okay, so that brings us up another point. Budget. Don't bring more money than you can afford to have with you. If you can only afford to bring maybe four or five hundred dollars total for the entire weekend, budget everything out, including your food, entertainment, and comics. Don't spend all of it on one thing and then when you get to the comic cons, oh crap, I don't have any money left because I spent it all the night before. No. You don't want to do that. So again, plan out your budget. Allocate everything to what you know is going to make a lot more sense. If you're going to a hotel, budget for that. If you're going to need to buy food, budget for that. If you're going to have an unexpected expense, say if you're with somebody and, oh crap, you have to call a cab because the car broke down, well, again, budget for it. You just always have to prepare for the unexpected. It's never going to work out exactly the way that you want it to. So always be prepared for anything that may come up. Now, that being said, 
have fun when you go to any of these events. It's always in your best interest to make sure you can plan out ahead and make sure you have fun at these events is something that you will definitely do if you follow all of these little tips. I don't want anybody thinking, oh, I have to do this now because somebody told me to. No. It's not for everybody. But I've always enjoyed it. So, just follow all these little tips and you should be fine. And remember to be the best nerd that you can be. Nerd responsibly, people. Nerd responsibly. I will see you next time on the mic. And remember, as always, new episodes go up on Mondays. And you can email me about anything show-related at creasesandcorners at gmail.com. Until next time, I will see you on the mic. Bye.